How are you doing, guys? And welcome to episode 155 of Bloods Are Us. Uh, I am your host, Nana. Um, and once again, I'm by myself. But again, technically, doesn't mean that I'm by myself. Um, I have another. I have a wonderful guest on the show today. Uh, another guest from over the seas. Today, I'm joined by Tierra um, from Chicago. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah. So I met Tierra at C2E2. Um, I did not know you were a member of the Leftover Army. Uh, you just turned. I was like, ooh. Another black person. I was like, "Yay! I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna be by myself." Um, and then, obviously, you know, as the weekend got, got we got to know each other. You know, d- done the um, Mother Day thing where you ch- exchange people's Facebook details and stuff. And um, we've like, you know, just kept in contact since. And you know, like you and Amanda, especially, like have during the initial period of, of the lockdown. Um, what you were posting and what you were sharing was like proper entertaining me and giving me so much jokes and uh, i was literally every time i saw one of you two guys posting on facebook i would just be in stitches um so <laughs> you helped with my sanity um before we go into further how just you know just introduce yourself tell us a little bit about yourself etc etc okay um i'm tiara um i'm actually i'm a re- more recent member of the uh leftover army uh i came to uh live with dan and um after all he was like hey do you want to be on my show because you watch all of these movies with me anyway mm. <laughs> and uh i joined the uh, leftover army monsters podcast um so I'm like really big into kaiju movies, uh, tokusatsu. I'm also really big into like anime and manga and gaming. I'm just kind of like an all around like nerd ball. <laughs> um, I like even work with computers. Uh, I read like books in a day. So I kind of, kind of, I kind of touch like all the facets of nerd culture in some way. Nice, nice. So what, 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 what state are you like originally from? Uh, originally I'm from Illinois, um, okay. but I did spend a chunk of my childhood in Louisiana okay. and then I came back to Illinois. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Um, so like you work with computers. So as far as I'm concerned, you're basically like an IT hacker in it, but, um, the, uh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so like what, what's, what's work been like in this whole lockdown? Cause obviously because you work with computers, you can, you can work from yeah. home quite easily compared to other people. Exactly. So I am, um, I'm a network administrator. So basically I kind of work with the backbone of the computer network. So the uh, switches, the routers, getting VPN set up, doing firewalls and stuff like that. So the initial week of the lockdown for us, I was actually quite busy um, because we had to switch over all of our users to IP phones and we had to set up a secondary VPN because the one that we had open was tapped out. Mm. And on top of that, um, I also had to do a lot of other system updates in the background. Yeah. But pretty much like it's kind of been standard work for me, only it's all been from home. I've only had to go into the office uh, once Mm-hmm. since the lockdown and that was to like upgrade some physical hardware and so um i think even when our office opens back up i'll probably be working from home most of the time uh, which is fine yeah, that's, that's <laughs> i mean cool. yeah I, I stayed busy mm. okay that's cool that's cool that's cool um all right so the first thing i want to touch upon is 
Um, I've been recently been uh, involved in the my one black friend and one white friend Zoom calls, and I always see uh-huh. you, I always see you in the background. Yeah, and you get yeah. you are getting really excited about this game that you are playing. What is this game you are playing, and okay. why, why is it so exciting? Okay, so me and some friends, uh, we actually, it's funny story, we actually met in like a message board RP group, like when we were all 15, and we've all stayed friends throughout that entire time. Oh, that's uh, Most of them are, yeah, like they're all in uh, New York. Mm. They're all from New York. So, um, you know, during the lockdown, we all reached back out to each other and stuff like that. And we did we set up a thing before the Zoom calls was a thing where every Friday we would get together and make it a game night. Mm. So we actually started out playing uh, Drunk Uno. So there's like a Uno game on the PlayStation and we used to take shots for losing. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then we moved on to like other games. So we started playing this one, usually the one that I'm playing uh, that you guys see is called Streets of Rogue. It's like a 8-bit kind of group dungeon crawler, but with um, with a, like a funny story. Basically, like you're in these slums and you have to make your way up the floors. Mm-hmm. I think there's like 15 levels or so in total where you have to like do little side missions, like, you know, destroy something, eliminate somebody. And there's all these crazy things happening because all the floors are kind of like randomly generated. So on some floors you get like cannibals chasing you. On some of them there's like a zombie outbreak. (laughs) (laughs) And you can play as a bunch of different types of characters. Like you can play as like a vampire, a werewolf, a cop, a soldier, uh, an investment banker, which is funny because some of them have like negatives. Like if you play as an investment banker, they go through drug re- withdrawal. So you have to keep like <laughs> using <laughs> random syringes and drugs for your character not to lose life. It's it's pretty fun. But anyway, that's usually what we're playing. And we I think the core group has actually platinumed the game oh, on wow. PlayStation. And uh, basically now what we're doing is we'll do runs to, you know, see if we can like, hey, let's run the whole game as cops and see if we can, you know, win the game without like arresting anybody like anybody or killing a whole bunch of people. Or like or one I think one day we did like a zombie run where our goal was just to turn the entire floors of every stages into zombies and then try to win an election. So um, there's like two ways, like a couple ways you can beat the game. Uh, once you get to the last floor, if your rating is high enough, you can either run for election and win that way, or you can kill the mayor and steal his hat, or you can charm the mayor and have him give his hat to you, and then you just give a speech, and that's the game. Oh, that's mad. That sounds, yeah. it just sounds, sounds crazy, because like I said, you, you always sound so excited in the background, and you look like you have yeah, <laughs> you die a lot in that game <laughs> like <laughs> on our last run like i didn't like i made i had a, i played as a cop character but they had actually made theirs and i was like i can't be bothered to make one right now I'll just play as the regular one so basically i was trying not to kill people so i was trying not to use my gun or anything like that so i would walk into a room and then a bunch of people would attack me and i'm like shit i'm dying <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually really really fun no nah, that's jokes um so obviously right now in this world we're in like a very crazy time and um, i've seen some of the things you've been posting and, and your uh, your facebook lives that you did um mm-hmm. you've effectively been like 
the the oracle of your local area um and i i, I, yeah. I, I just <laughs> i just find it interesting like that you're legit like you know listen to police scanners and stuff like that like, that you see in the movies so you know <laughs> what what's how's how's things been going in your area has things calmed down um yeah i mean there are still protests um just about every day but for the most part um it's been peaceful mm-hmm. um so of course naturally it hasn't been getting a lot of coverage um i haven't had to be on the scanners as much because there weren't a lot of like you know police harassing people mm-hmm. or you know um protesters being wrangled off So basically why I was doing that was because in Chicago and in some of the suburbs that I grew up in where I did the live and went to the protest there was that um, cops were like blocking in cities Mm. like and in the city like downtown they were actually raising the bridges closing the trains and blocking off exits and then imposing a curfew so they basically like trapped the protesters in certain places yeah and they couldn't get out and back home there was like a neighborhood like it's a richer neighborhood um but it has like the mall and a bunch of businesses and uh they actually blocked all of the entrances from the highways into that city. Mm. No, I see. Yeah. yeah. Cause I remember you, you posted one post about the blue line and I was just, Oh my gosh, I understand that reference. Like <laughs> I was just there. I was like, Oh, I, I didn't know exactly what you're talking about. I was like, Oh, I, I get what she's talking about. Uh, because yeah. for most, most of the time while I was out in Chicago, I was getting um, the subway to back and forth from places um, just because it's a little bit easier, a little bit cheaper than just getting Uber mm-hmm. everywhere, and um, yeah, it was an interesting experience. Um, so, like, what 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 other games do you play? Obviously, like you game as well as everything else. I want to talk about what what yeah. What do so you with game that in? group? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, we'll also do like uh, side scroll fighters and stuff like that. I think there's like another like um, game that we were playing called uh, Streets of Red. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like an indie, like 2D game, um, classic side scroller, which is pretty fun. Um, I play Payday Two. Um, I play um, recently. I've been trying to finish the Final Fantasy VII remake, oh, okay. but I keep getting distracted because I'm also playing Final Fantasy XIV, the MMO, okay. and I've been playing a lot of uh, visual novels and like Danganronpa and stuff like that. So I have, um, I think, like, downloaded onto my PlayStation right now. I have, like, 60 games. <laughs> and I have, like, a 2-terabyte hard drive that I filled up, and I had to move games to, like, my external. And there's everything in there. There's uh, fighting games. There's horror games. Uh, I usually am not super great at first-person shooters, but there's a couple that I get down with, like the Bioshock games and Payday and stuff like that. So, oh, that's dope. That's dope. So, I, I, so your 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 console of choice is the PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, I I played on both PlayStation and Xbox. There was one point in time where I had both, but um, the PlayStation definitely has kind of more games that are my speed. Um, I like a lot of JRPGs and stuff like that. So, okay, cool. We're gonna we're we're gonna come back to the gaming. Um, so obviously, like I've I'm more and more realizing I'm like a, a big anime nerd, and um, uh-huh. I, I talk to a lot of people anime, and I get really excited when. 
I get to discuss anime with people. Uh, me and you, I've hit you up a couple of times to talk about different animes. Um, I'm yep. also in like um, a Heroes, Heroes of Noise. They've got like a community group and um, mm-hmm. people are just talking like they... I've come, I've kind of become like the sensei of recommendations for animation people. So <laughs> my, my question to you is, is, if you were trying to get someone into anime for the very first time, uh, what, what animes would you suggest for them to watch? Oh, okay. So that depends on the person. Mm-hmm. And That's let me I tell you say. why. Um, different people have like different tastes and things that they like, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So like I, a lot of my siblings and stuff like that watch anime with me. But if I have like, you know, um, like a couple of my brother's friends who aren't really into it, but they like, you know, fighting stuff, then yeah. I'll be like, hey, here's some watch Baki or King yeah. Archer. Like that'll be to your speed or, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, Tokyo Ghoul, like something with really cool fight scenes. Like yeah. if, it's a per- if a person is into that, then those are what I'd recommend. Mm. And then like to like some of my girlfriends or like my mom or something like that when trying to get them into things, I'll be like, Hey, you know what? You should watch your name. Like you'd <laughs> really, really like this story, mm. you know? Yeah. And you kind of get them hooked, like, you know, with that. And then you branch out from those mm. and then, you know, kind of introduce right. more things. So let's, let's, so let's, you, let's okay. sorry, go finish, finish what you're saying. No, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, so let's just be like very generic here. And mm-hmm. what, so, and, and you gotta give free animes for someone, let's say, in their, in their early thirties, um, what would you recommend? Let's say three, three, four animes that you recommend them. In their early thirties? Yeah. Hmm. I would recommend Akamega Kill. Yep. Because I think anime. that has a pretty solid story. It's not like super super long, and they can jump in and out of it. Yeah, yeah. And that start, um, starts with a bang as well. Like it get it gets into it really quickly. It does. Yeah. It does. Um, let's see. Another one that I would recommend would probably be Code Gas. Yes. Oh my gosh, <laughs> my all time favorite anime. Yes. Yeah. Bring it up. Like. That's a good one to get into. I would also hit them like with a couple classics. I would have to throw Cowboy Bebop in there. Yeah, that's dope. Because it's always like a really good, solid choice. Mm-hmm. Again, good story. You're in and out in like 26 episodes or yeah. less. Or, you know what I mean. And yeah. then I would probably throw in a movie like Your Lie in April. Because it kind of okay. shows like other things that um anime can do like emotionally mm. and stuff like that I, I i am yet to watch your line april and some of those other ones like i don't even know why i'm taking my time with them they're, they're both on netflix i'm just just like oh i just watch this when i'm i'm down to watch something that's a little bit more serious um, yeah but yeah no that's a pretty good list because like again like you said it all with anime it depends on the person like there's so many things out there there's horror genres there's slice of life um, mm-hmm. like even the ones that look really kiddy some of them can actually be like super dark or just like super fun um, oh yeah like like f- one of my favorite ones that look like that is uh higurashi no, no naku koroni like when they cry series okay yeah um yeah it's like a horror thing and it's based on these visual graphic uh visual novel games but basically like the first couple episodes you're looking at it and these there's these kids in this like little school and it looks cute and shit and then people start getting murdered and you're like what 
I, I think one for me is, I want to say it's Medeca, not Medeca box, but it's like pulled magical school high girls or something. So basically like. Oh yeah. Like Madoka Magica. Yeah. It's the one with the little cat and the cat like turns them into um, wizards or something. And then yeah. like, they all just like have to end up just getting killed and just, yeah. So again, that one, I was like, oh, this looks really like soft and like not to be stereotypical, like looks girly. And then I started mm-hmm. watching, I was like, holy shit, this is, this is wild. This is, this was not what I was expecting at all. Yeah. It like really throws you for a loop. <laughs> mm, yeah. No, definitely, man. Um, so, all right. Right now, I'm going to like tr- get to know you a little bit better. So I've got some questions for you. And you okay. just kind of got to just say the first thing that comes to your mind. And then some of them I'll ask for more information. Some of them I won't. So, right. uh, Batman or Superman? Batman. Okay, why Batman over Superman? Um, Superman, to me, I can never really, really relate to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman is a lot more inherently flawed and a little bit crazy. And uh, I can kind of relate to him on that level. Superman is kind of like too too allegorical jesus for me and too like set in his kind of like really really good guy ways and yeah. i always relate more with anti-heroes and stuff like that all right cool marvel or dc marvel okay is that just as, as a collective uh yeah i grew up um more into marvel than dc um Daredevil was actually like the first comics that I actually owned and read mm-hmm. and uh, always liked the X-Men and stuff like that better than the Justice League. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, Street Fighter, Tekken or Mortal Kombat? Mm, Tekken. I grew up with Tekken. Yeah? Who, 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 did yeah. You play, who did you play as when you played Tekken? When I played Tekken, I played as um, Zhao Yu. Okay. Okay, cool. I I I was one of those annoying bitch characters. I was always Eddie. I would play <laughs> Eddie and be a bitch and just kick you and stay dancing and just not let you up. And yeah, because like the guys I played with, they were like, you know, when you're growing up, you think you're good at computer games because you can like beat the bosses and you know you can play on like expert and stuff. So you think and you're really you play good. A person. Yeah, but when you actually play someone that actually is actually good at the game. That was what it was like with my friends growing up. And it got to the point, yeah. like, the only way I could even semi-compete was to, like, be a bitch and, like, play as characters like Eddie and just, you know, just troll on the floor and do my best. I got you. Yeah, like, me and my brothers played a lot. And, like, my uncles and stuff like that, like, we were literally just, like be in the living room, passing the remote around, having, like, tournaments. And my younger brother, look, well, all of my brothers are younger, but the (laughs) number three in the family, my second younger brother, he is, like, naturally really, really good at games. So there would come to a point where we just couldn't beat him. (laughs) It got bad. But I would play Xiao Yu because, like, if you learned her well, and you were fighting somebody like Eddie, you'll start with a low combo and then just keep it going. Yeah. Alright, cool. Uh, Batman or Iron Man? Mm, Iron Man. Okay, why Iron Man over Batman? Because I relate to Tony as a nerd. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, Goku or Vegeta? Mm, Vegeta. Okay. Chichi or Bulma? Bulma. Subs or dubs? Subs. Ooh, why, why, why the hesitation? I had to think about the order for a second. <laughs> <laughs> My right. brain was like trying to process the question. Wolverine or Deadpool? Uh, ooh. Mm. 
Deadpool. Okay, you're gonna have to elaborate on that one. Why Deadpool over Wolverine? Um, because I really like before Deadpool got really, really big and stuff like that. I really liked all the comics, mm-hmm. and I like started relating to them, especially like in some of like kind of the the different things behind the dark humor. Like you know when he was when he got cursed with like Tom Cruise's face and tried to kill himself because he'd rather be a than look like Tom Cruise and just kind of ridiculous shit like that like I always thought the Deadpool like comics were really really funny um I also liked his constant team ups with like Spider-Man and stuff like that because I was a huge Spider-Man fan so alright cool 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 alright the best Batman the best Batman yeah uh animated series Batman animated series Batman alright cool Star Wars or Star Trek Star Wars okay why Star Wars or Star Trek I watched more Star Wars than Star Trek, okay. and I didn't really get too deep into Star Trek until, like, adulthood. Okay. Favorite Spider-Man? Favorite Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm. That's actually quite hard. I'm going to go with Classic Peter. Classic Peter? Yeah, Peter Parker. Oh, so I was more talking about like the actors. So Tobey Maguire. Oh, um, oh, Toby. Okay, okay. Uh, um, Andrew Garfield uh, and Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I think he's a perfect Spider-Man. Nice. All right. And one question that I always forget to ask because I don't actually have it written down: If you can bend any, uh, based on the Avatar elements, if you can bend any one of those elements, what element would you pick? Uh, earthbending. Earthbending. Okay, that's interesting. Why earthbending? Uh, earthbending is strong and grounded and like more tank like which is kind of more my style okay cool 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 that makes sense so you're more of a t- you prefer to like be a tank character yeah okay that's pretty cool that's pretty cool alright so that was all the questions but I want to jump back into anime now um, okay we've had this conversation like over text but what is like your favourite animes oh some of my favourite animes yeah. um the original, well, the Devilman OVAs from the 80s and early 90s, okay. uh, those were, like, some of the first anime I ever watched. Mm-hmm. Um, that, uh, the original Bubblegum Crisis, um, I also am really into, like, Helsing and, um, like, uh, Kill a Kill. Mm-hmm. I, I have so many anime that I really, really love, but those are, like, probably the four that I would watch the most. Mm. I need to get back to Kill a Killer Kill because it's been on Netflix forever. Um, I yeah. did start. I maybe got four episodes in. Um, Killer Kill is ridiculous because obviously, like the outfits that they wear are so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm not gonna lie, when I go to anime conventions, I see anyone cosplaying Killer Kill. I always wanna take a picture because it's like it's such a, a fan servicey type of outfit. Uh, it, yeah. it always makes me chuckle uh, when they wear it. And it's like it's also like a brave costume to wear as well because it's like very it's super it's, yeah it's super scandalous in terms of being scanty um uh-huh. I, I i'm honestly hoping that you know when things like get back to whatever the new norm is going to be that um the comic con that we have in november still happens um because yeah. otherwise like other than c2e2 which was fantastic um i'm there's not going to be any more conventions this year and uh something that we'll talk about later um is that i was hoping because normally some of the conventions that I go to, they will have like the latest consoles, the latest games and stuff like that. So I wanted to have an opportunity to um, 
play on the PlayStation Five just to see how the con- the new controller feels. Um, but as it stands, I'm probably not gonna get that opportunity now until it actually comes out whenever the release date for that is. Um, so we're gonna talk about a couple of different animes. Uh, I'm gonna start okay. with the one that I watched most recently. Yeah, on well, pretty much on your recommendation is Gangster. Um, yeah. For anyone that's listened for the first time, we're gonna rate some of these things that we're gonna be covering. So. If we think someone is absolutely terrible, it gets bones, then it gets a quarter chicken, half chicken, three piece, and a whole chicken. If it's like the creme de creme, uh, best thing ever. Um, I really enjoyed Gangstar. Uh, it was a very mature mm-hmm. anime, and it's been a long time since I've watched something that's like catered for adult audience. Like a lot of the stuff I'm watching are like shonens, and like, you know, they're generally aimed at kids, isn't it? Uh, so right. to, to watch something that's like, you know, gritty mature like there's drug usage there's prostitution there's like decapitations and, and like it, it's just a really good story and and great action um the only thing that i'm i'm the only thing that's holding me back for giving like the best rating possible i want to give us a, a free piece it's just that the last two episodes felt a little bit rushed um they like introduced these characters and it re- didn't really develop them and then the season just ended and I was just like, what? I need a season two. Yeah. Because <laughs> I need to know <laughs> Un- how it continues. Unfortunately. So this uh, anime was produced by Monglobe. And they're also the the um, the studio that had produced uh, Samurai Champloo, too. Oh, uh, they went bankrupt. So. Oh, do, you know, <laughs> do, do you know what's crazy about that? Because one of the things I was going to bring up, bring up here is like, it had a Samurai Champloo vibe to it. And the fact that it's from the same uh, studio that made Samurai Champloo, it makes so much sense now. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, like, the manga is still ongoing. Mm-hmm. It's one of those manga that, like, comes out in, in like, bits, and then, like, the artists take hiatus and stuff like that because she actually has, like, a chronic uh, illness. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, you can actually order the manga volumes on Amazon. I think I, like, I personally own up to volume four. Okay. But, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff that, like, that ending of that, like, gets into a whole manga arc. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> that is pretty wild. Um, I forgot what they were called, but the, the, the new characters that show up, like, I want to know... You know more about their background, um, and um, yeah. the guy with the ropes—not the ropes, but like he uses strings mm-hmm. to fight. I was just like, "Oh, he's sick." Yeah. He, obviously, he reminded me of um, Lobo from Akamega Kill, and um, yeah, it was just the fact that he was able to hold his own, and like you were just thinking to yourself, "Hold on, this guy's not a tag yet. He's you know kicking ass and being pretty cool." So again, I, I just want to see more of those characters. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very. I'm very surprised, Jed, yeah, that I don't see more. Um, I don't see Alex more in the conversation of like being people's waifu because the way they've drawn or animated this chick here, they have made her look super buff. And right, like <laughs> Alex is banging. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just like I love Alex. And, 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 and what made me laugh is like I was like the the animators know what they're doing there because they always had her in like a maxi dress or like a crop top or something like like insinuated figure i was yeah. like these fuckers don't know what they're know, doing. <laughs> the crazy thing is like so kosuke the manga artist and writer of the story is female 
Oh, and man. the way that they depict Alex and stuff, like just about everything in those 12 episodes was like ripped directly out of the manga, okay. uh, cost down to the costuming. Mm. So yeah, like Alex was very much meant to be like this, like really sexy, you know, interesting character. And yeah, so that, that continues mm. in the manga uh, and, um, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like, I just, I love her because she, she kind of is, like, rounds out the crazy of Nico and Al, and, um, um Warwick. yeah. Alright, so, uh, the series resolves around two handymen who takes on jobs for both the mob and the police force that no one else can handle. The two named Warwick Arcangelo and Nicholas Brown work in the town of, I don't know if you're gonna say that one, uh, did you not say the t- name of the town? Um, no. <laughs> uh, uh, which is full of mafia, hoodlums, prostitutes, and dirty cops. After a job of crushing the gang, work decides to spare and help the amnesic soul survivor Alex under their wing for the time being. Um, I just felt like the introduction to the characters was really cool. Um, it, like, it shows you from jump, like, where, where it's gonna be in it. Like, they showed Alex getting smacked up by, like, uh, her pimp mm-hmm. and the drug uses and stuff. And just made you sure, know from the, from the beginning, like, this is a serious anime. We're not messing around. If you are a child, turn this off now and watch this yeah. when you're older. Um, I mean, like, there's a scene where they, like, go to a whorehouse, like, Warwick is a gigolo. Like. Yeah, oh my gosh, I was like, what? When when yeah. um, Nick said his job, I was like, wait, did he just say he's a gigolo? I was like, nah, that's <laughs> that can't be right. And then when you see it, and he's, like, with the mistress here, yeah, and I was just like, okay, that makes, alright, that makes sense now. And then when you, yeah. like, go to the whorehouse, and you's like, oh, this is, like, kind of, like, where I started. And like all yeah. the girls kind of knew him and stuff like that. Um, that it just made me chuckle in it. Um, as I was watching it, well, I, I wrote some notes in it. Like, I just found it was funny because Nico's mute in it and literally for like the whole, like, I'll say 95% of episode one, he doesn't say it at a word. And then when he does, yeah, he absolutely just flips out and like kicks a police car and lifts it off the ground. So then I started to think like, like, why is he so strong compared to everybody else? And obviously the story gets into that. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, no, I, and obviously even though a lot of, a lot of the people are like proper light skinned, but like, this is an anime that I've watched for the very first time where there's like a lot of black people in it. And, um, it was, it was, yeah. it, was it was nice to see because, you know, a couple of guys had like dreads and stuff. Um, and yeah, yeah. it's quite diverse. Like, um, it is like even uh, Alex. Like Alex's character is like half is like part black, part Chinese, and mm. stuff like that. Part like Hispanic, so she's like a mix of things, which is why you get like a character with like you know brown hair, brown skin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Ergastalum is is like a um, melting pot kind of. Like um, the author is like really big into like gangster movies and mm. like kind of American media in that like regard. Yeah, yeah. So she wanted to have like you know a bunch of different looking people in the cast. Like mm. uh, Nico is actually like one of like the few like Asians in there. Like in yeah. everybody else is kind of like Italian and shit like that because mm. she was like really big into mafias and stuff yeah. so and even even though like he's the only asian yeah like he's like a dwarf and like he's like shorter than your 
your average raw person, even though he's like yeah. built like a truck. Um, <laughs> uh, and like, do you know, I just like, I, I don't want to go too much into it. I don't want to spoil it for, for people, but I just found it funny mm-hmm. that, that the, the woman that, um, Alex was seeing was basically like a freak in it because she was like, oh, next time bring your partner in it. I was like, rah, she freaky. Uh, that, yeah. made, that, that made me chuckle. And then, um, his dad, oh my gosh, Alec, um, Warwick's dad, yeah, he's scum. Oh my yeah. days. When they revealed what happened to his eye, yeah, and like what happened, yeah, I was like, fuck's sake, like, no wonder, uh, things to take, t- uh, go down the direction that they go in. Yeah, I mean, they both had pretty shit dads. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. What it's, Nico's dad yeah. did as well was fucked as well. Um, yeah. I did like how it, like, kind of, you had, like, the main storyline, but you kept on getting constant flashbacks to their past. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was pretty cool and interesting and, ke- and kept things going at a decent pace. But, like, again, the most, stri- most, most frustrating thing for me is, like, I want more. I want to see how the story continues. And from the little bits I read on Wikipedia... The end of the anime isn't like that far from where the manga is currently. Is that correct or? Um. Yeah. I mean, the manga is like a bit further. There's um a couple things that happen to like a couple of the other characters mm. that I just I I'm not gonna say. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like um they're they're pretty much like still kind of in that arc dealing with that issue that presented itself at the end of the anime. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah, so um yeah, what what would you rate Gangstar? What would you what would you give it? Um yeah, I think I'm gonna give it the same rating as you. Mm. Um there it I just if they could at least have gotten like a good twenty six episode yeah. of like classic arc out of it, mm. I think it would have been perfect because like the place where it left off left a really bad taste in my mouth oh. because I'm like Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> like, how oh. can you end this right here? And like, there's like, I want to know more. And that's the striker character. Then that, that the ch- the chick that he's with. Like, what's she all about? Then you've got um, is it Erica? Um, that yeah. guy's sister. You like, she's gone missing. Ah, there's so there's so like, it's so upsetting when you get into a really good anime, and you know, you, yeah, it, and then like. You know, they still, and then we still haven't been to a place where they, like, really explain what the hell happened with Veronica. Oh. Right? So, like, that's a whole nother, like, mystery. And I'm like, okay, can we get a flashback to that or something? (laughs) Because what happened? All right, so I'm in, so you see when um, Nico's, they're in the the prostitute place, yeah. I can't remember what the proper word for that is. The brothel, their brothel, yeah. yeah. We're in the brothel and he's in that room with that girl. Mm -hmm. Is that Veronica? Yeah, that's, that's her. That is yeah, her. That's Veronica. Okay. So I'm just gonna assume like whatever degenerative disease that them guys have is what's like, you know, got her. Yeah. Mm. So that I, I I'm also thinking that's probably like Nico's girlfriend at some at some point in the story. Right. Like I'm like, but there's oh man, I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say no, it I because I, there's I, like more backstory that you get like in the manga another Mm. flashback right yeah and like there's a scene in a flashback with like fucking nico and alex and i'm like yo (laughs) but i'm not gonna tell you the context and when and what that you know what what kind of prompted that to happen but Mm. i'm like yo let's let's go more into that i I am gonna 
I am going to jump on the manga just to read it, just to see, um, you know, where, where, how it differentiates from the anime. Um, one thing that I'm going to say for anyone that wants to watch this mm-hmm. is that it is on Funimation over here in the UK. Um, the only annoying thing for me anyway, someone that, you know, generally likes to watch things subbed is that the first like nine episodes are in, are in English dub only. And the dub is pretty atrocious. Like it is, it, like, I watched episode one in the dub and I was like, mm, I, I can't do this. Let me, let me watch episode one again in the sub. So I went online and watched it online and, um, the sub was so much better. Obviously, the one thing I'll say is that the English translation in the dub was a lot more vulgar in some of the things that they'll say. Like, so yeah. in one of the scenes, um, when there's a guy getting head in the alleyway corner, like, she bites his dick in it. <clears throat> yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, she does. But um, but in the sub, it's it, it the translation is something along those like, oh, she was terrible. I should have um, I shouldn't have paid in advance. When English yeah. dub is just like, oh my gosh, I did not pay pay you to bite my dick, and I was just like, whoa, that's that's a quite different translation. How did they get yeah. it? How did they get the translation so off? But um, it's all it's all in localization usually. <laughs> So usually when they have an anime, they don't just translate, like do a direct translation. They also do like a localization of everything so that like, you know, it's what they think would be kind of the best um, dialogue. Mm. Yeah. In like English or whatever for the given subject. Yeah. So in a lot of localization, you'll get like. Um, characters being like speaking a lot like angrier mm. or you know a lot more cursing and like just crazy shit like yeah. that so if you if you've got time because I, I did want to watch so again like i said uh i did want to watch it in sub i was just like i kind of want to watch it on my tv um and also be able to game at the same time so i just so i, I did watch the first nine episodes in dub but it was through like grated teeth it was like mm-hmm. pissing me off and then it, like I said, from episode nine onwards, it switched to Japanese. I was like, okay, that's a bit random and weird, but you know, I'll take it because just hearing the voice actors in Japanese and hearing their names, it just sounded so much better. Um, yeah. I really do hope another studio picks this up because I would love a season two of this. And mm-hmm. again, it, it, it was a refreshing change from my usual kiddie style anime and not not because like i don't like watching the kiddie style anime it's just like a lot of animes are shown in which are generally get the ones that i watch anyway are generally geared like a younger teenage audience so it's very rare that i pick up on a very mature anime and it, yeah it was just a refreshing change yeah i mean like that's one of the reasons why i recommended it because like you so rarely get like main characters in their 30s yeah. <laughs> like who yeah, does that 100%. it's yeah. great yeah, no, definitely. Um, I don't know if it's available on the uh, American Netflix, but uh, I want to say Hero Mask. That one's also an anime that's geared towards adults, and it's kind of like set in London. Um, so okay. yeah, if you get time, I'll say check that one out. Um, yeah. The next thing I'm gonna check, I'm gonna talk about. Uh, you you've watched Ruby, right? Yeah, up to a point. <laughs> up to a point. All right, cool. But did you finish your Genlock um rewatch? I did. Okay, cool. So that's what we're going to talk about next. Um, funny enough, I've been sitting, for those that are listening, I've been sitting on the episode of, of the Ghibli Files for about two weeks. And on the episode, I talk about Genlock. So I don't know which episode is going to come out first, whether it's going to be this one or that one, or the Studio Ghibli episodes. But um, yeah, so I watched Genlock a couple of weeks ago. 
Um, after chatting to Hopnar, he told me to go rewatch Ruby and catch up to that, which I did. Then I remembered that Rooster Teeth had, you know, done an anime called Genlock. Um, and mm-hmm. I pretty much binged it in like two nights, if that. Um, you know, what, what are your initial thoughts on the anime? Oh, man. I kind of really liked it. Like, I think when I first watched it, it, um, I, I'm usually not a big fan of the kind of 3D animation that they're doing nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, you usually, like, kind of lose a lot in facial expression and things like that. But this one, I thought, actually did did it really well. I was actually quite surprised at the voice cast that they had gotten. Oh, yeah. And I, like, actually, like, got hooked into the story really quick. Mm. I liked it. I, I, not, okay, kind of spoilers for anyone who's not seen it, but I really enjoyed um, David Tennant's, Tennant's character. I was a little bit yeah. sad he kind of like died like quite early on in the in the in the, uh, in the series. Yeah. Um, and it, it it was jokes, and I thought it was funny as well that they had a, a Japanese character, and every time he spoke, he had subtitles, <laughs> which gave <laughs> gave it that like authentic anime feel. Yeah, it did. Mm. Um, I <laughs> I like I like it what they gave him as a mech later. <laughs> I oh, was like, well, the oh, that's super saw. Japanese right yeah, there. Yeah, that was, that was dope. He, he honestly had the best mech, to be honest. When he they, did. When, when they, when they, when, when they customised it and he gave, they gave him his swords, I was like, yeah, that's cool. And um, yeah. there was um, uh, the Russian, like, not by neutral, but like, she's very... Um, she's gender fluid. Yeah, she's gender fluid, yeah. And um, she's basically just reminds me of, um, is it... Not Black Widow. Ah, oh, what's that character from? Oh my gosh, why am I blanking out on the game? Not Fortnite. What's She's that? like a sniper. Yeah. What's, um, what's the other game? Not Fortnite. The other one. Ah, oh, and it's got the robots uh, and the. Oh, uh, oh, oh god, yeah. Um, <laughs> um diva, not diva. I don't know what her name is. I think her name is like Widowmaker or something like that. But what's the yeah. name? What's the game? Is it's by Blizzard? Why am I blanking? Oh my days! I don't know. It's got tra- it's Tracer. It's got um, Agent Forty Seven. Oh my gosh! Why am I blanking on the name? Overwatch. <laughs> Overwatch. 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 There we, okay. There yeah. Overwatch. Yeah. She's basically a spit. I don't know the- why that name like gets <laughs> itself out of my mind. <laughs> she's basically a spit image of one of the Overwatch characters. And um, mm-hmm. is it Maisie Williams? She's the voice actor of one of the characters in this as well. And uh, she yeah. was, she was quite funny in it. Um, I, I, I look forward to a season two of this. Um, and, you know, I look forward to seeing what Rooster Teeth do because they, everything I've watched from them so far has been top quality. Uh, but the one thing I'm looking forward to the most is Ruby season eight. Like, I, if you've watched Ruby only to a certain point, I would highly recommend you go back to it, man. It is so fucking dope. Okay. I'll, I'll, everybody keeps saying that, but I'm just like, I don't know, like... After season three, like, I just, I couldn't with season four. Like, I tried, but, like, all of the characters that I liked annoyed the shit out of me. <laughs> like, really? you're, just, you're just making dumb de- decisions and just being fucking angsty. Like, come yeah, on, bro. Yeah. So, <laughs> I just, I I fell out of it, and I was like, I can't, I can't get back into uh, this right now. You, you are, when, when you find some spare time, I, I would suggest giving it a second chance, because... It's actually so good. Like, it hits you in the feels, isn't it? I do... Uh, one thing that I... Again, 
is a little bit annoying is that there was um I can't remember her name, but the one of the characters that died like in the end of season two, like she was probably one of my favorite characters, and then you know she passed out. They they killed her off to like um mm-hmm. to expand the story. I was just like, oh, I liked that one, and then you you know you have to follow the other characters, but again they all get quite um good character development, etc. Um, yeah, so that's our Ruby and Jen look. So you have also been watching Tower of God. Um, I, yes. I, 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 did you watch um, Wednesday's episode? Uh, episode 11? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I right. did. So tell me, tell me what you think of Tower of God so far. Oh <laughs> my God. This is going to be in one of my like S tiers of anime <laughs> <laughs> that I love it. I love everything. I love the story. I love the artwork. I love the characters. Mm. I even love the characters that I don't like. <laughs> like <laughs> it's so good. Like it's completely different than I thought it would be. Uh-huh. Cause you know, usually you get one of these with the younger protagonist and you're like, Oh right. Power of magic. What the fuck ever. But no, um, <laughs> the characters actually have like quite a lot of depth to him. And mm. like for him, like, he, he gives me, like, real Monkey King vibes. Mm. So I'm trying to, like, see where they're going with that, you know? Do you know, what's, do you know what's funny, yeah? Like, I like Ban, but he's not the character I care about. Like, I care so much more about the other people in it. Um, yeah. So, like, Rack, Rack um, the Blue Turtle guy, like, um, is it Ak, yeah. the, 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 the green toad-looking thing? Like, those characters, I find those characters so much more interesting than him. They have the best stories. They have the best backstories. Yeah. And, like, they have the best characterizations, mm. too. Like, those are the characters I want them to focus on. Like, yes, Ban and Rachel is pretty cool to follow. Like, they're, they're going to be the main focus. But so far, they've actually done a good job of, like, showing you what the other characters are up to, showing their backstories and showing their motivations. But, like, I want more of them because... They're the ones that are entertaining me the most. Yeah. Like, um... Oh, man. You know what? I even like some of the rankers. Oh, I think, yeah. 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 Like, I think they're super fucking interesting. And I'm just like, yo, like, what is this guy up to? Like, they're doing nefarious shit in the background. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, yo, I want, I want to see more of what they're doing than the main character. Mm. Do you know who gives me the most... Which is ju- fine. Go, go, sorry, go on. I was like, which is fine, because, like, I don't hate the main characters. I just find that they surrounded them with a hell of a lot more interesting people. Yeah. Do you know who I, I, gives me the most jokes and I can't wait to see him actually, like, do more stuff is, um... I, I want to say Loro, but I could be wrong, but the guy that's always sleeping... The sleeping bag. Yeah, Lur- yeah, you're right. That's the right name. Lur- yeah, S- because like Lur- or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because they've teased that he's like probably one of the strongest characters, but he's done fuck all in like the whole show so far. Yeah, they're like, cause like he was like, yeah, we like he's gonna pass this test. Like he's been sleeping this whole fucking time. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, so I-, I I can't wait to see like what his powers are and like what he could actually do. Um, because like I said, he's just been chilling. Um, uh, one, one group of people that we've only just like kind of re-seen in episode 11 is, um, that princess that we meet at the very beginning that gives Ban the Black March. Yeah. So she's hardly been in the story. So I'm curious to see what happens when like her crew link up with Ban's crew 
and and what happens there and and what i do like about this is that they're not scared to kill off characters so you know we could get yeah, like like his endorsey like went ham mm. <laughs> i was like yo is she really gonna do they really gonna let her do that oh yeah <laughs> y'all y'all good with that okay okay yeah so <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to see like what characters you know make it through what levels of the tower and um you know if we get more characters get introduced because like that little girl that's like now part of the team she was not showcased at all up until like episode 10 so um i'm curious to see whether she's gonna continue being part of the story or whether she's gonna be someone that like gets gets uh gets killed as the story goes along yeah yeah that's my i have a feeling like some somewhere along the line like they're gonna do something to either coon or rack and uh, i'm gonna be so mad because rack is my favorite <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's such a great character like usually like you get a little bit tired of like you're single-minded i want to fight everything mm. but like no he's he's consistently fucking funny <laughs> yeah when they turned him little <laughs> <I> was- <laughs> so much and i was like what the fuck is happening yeah uh so 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 who is your favorite character my favorite character is anak the little lizard girl yeah um yeah i can't remember his name but my my mine's blue turtle blue turtle is the uh, one that, yeah blue turtle is the one because he's been like very uh, manipulative from the very beginning like he snuck people in through the first test and like yeah he's been you know playing people off each other and like he he's like a villain character but he's actually like one of the good guys and you just don't know what he's gonna do next yeah he's my number two character <laughs> Cause he's just, oh, he's so slick and he's so, he's like that, you know, you usually get that like one genius type yeah and yeah, but like you never kind of know what side he's playing for. Mm. Like even when he's doing something for his team, it seems nefarious as shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So, so, so sneaky. So sneaky. But I think, um, I think Anak is my favorite because I really liked um her backstory and you know um kind of what happened when she was fighting in dorsey and why she's there Mm. no definitely man i also um what you call it looking forward to meeting the other um irregulars Mm -hmm. if that was that's what they're called because they mentioned like they've they've mentioned two of them um so they're dead like you don't keep mentioning certain characters unless they're gonna make an appearance at some point in anime so oh um, yeah yeah and the funny thing is, I think right now the anime is up to the point that I started reading the the manhwa, so I mm-hmm. might start going back to reading that again so I can get a little bit of a head. But like so far, and I've, I've got to give the studio a lot of credit is that so far, pretty much everything is identical from the manga. And oh, that's awesome! Yeah, so if, other than like one very like from what I've noticed so far, I've been like because. One of the issues that I had initially, because um, at C2E2, we got to see this in advance. And mm-hmm. um, in that, when we saw episode one, like nothing was really explained. So I was just like, you can't just introduce me to a world and then like explain the world to me. And obviously in a manga, you've got more time to talk about things. And so in a manga, it does introduce you to more of the world and the lore a lot quicker than anime does. But the anime obviously does get there. Um, 
And something sort of like in episode one, Ban doesn't have his own weapon. Where in the manga, he's got like a a, a knife, which is okay, pretty much a useless weapon anyway. But you know, it's just very subtle little changes. But for the most part, like the color palette, um, everyone's character design, everything is just you know pretty much straight ripped out of the manga manga, and it's just on point. Um, so I love that. Yeah, man. I love I love the character designs in this. Like this is another anime where like you know you have like a bunch of like different looking shit all mm. thrown in together and you really actually like believe that that's all in one same world like yeah you have fucking crocodile people lizard people i was like oh is there a couple black people over there okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what? everybody's just in this shit and you're like all right there, there's a green guy <laughs> like right. so i have a question uh oh mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna like put my theory out there and i want to see if you agree or you have your own theory you see that big giant weird thing that was that passed the test with um rack with the spear yeah. bearers, yeah. Do you think that was like Rachel's like weapon? Her her um whatever the the weapons are called. I can't remember what the name of the weapons are called. Her ignition weapon? Yeah. Yeah. Because like it or like either her weapon or they formed like some kind of link because he was there with her from the beginning. Mm. So I think it's like one of those things where if he had not disappeared, she would have died. Okay. Like I think it was a life exchange type of deal. Okay. Okay. That, yeah. Okay. That's that's a bit, that's better than my theory, but yeah, because when he disappeared, I was like, "What the hell's going on?" And like he's not been back since, isn't it? So I'm wondering maybe like. Yeah, because I, like if you like watch he he reacted when she got stabbed as if he got stabbed. Yeah. Yeah, man. Ah, there's so there's, there's so there's so many more interesting things to come. Um, are, are you watch Are you watching anything else currently, anime wise? Um, I am watching. I just finished uh, season three of Baki. Okay. That came out. It's you know a shonen fight anime. It's great and fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> the fights, the fights are insane. Like these are the the type of shows where everybody's like you know got super ridiculous muscles and they're fighting in these like tournaments and stuff like that and people have different like abilities and the fights are so insane that like in this like in the first episode of season three at the start of the tournament somebody gets their face ripped off and oh, still wow. fights for another 45 seconds before he goes down. Like, oh, that's wow. how... And that's standard. That was just a normal, like, hey, round one fight. <laughs> uh, do you know what? Yeah, I've never got into this new Baki. I was, I did want to watch it before we recorded. Um, I did try and watch, the like, the original one that came out in the 90s. Again, I maybe got, like, two episodes in and I just dropped off it. I just didn't go back to it. Not because I wasn't enjoying it, just... There was other things pressing that I I wanted to watch instead. Um, it's on Netflix. I I will attempt to start it because all I've heard about it is good new um good things from it. Yeah, I think you should like just like just start with the new ones. Mm. They they're great. Like they give you enough about you know kind of what happened in the past, and it's like pretty much like a pickup from there. And it just gets to the most interesting fights on his journey to go beat his dad. So, 
Mm. Yeah, it's it's insane. Like, you know, they get into the action pretty quick. Um, and then, like, you know, they dive back into enough of the characters where you actually get, like, really interested in, in pretty much everybody. Mm. Um, even if it's just to kind of see what they do in the tournament. Or, like, yo, you got your ass beat that bad and you're still alive? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> kind of deals. All right, so I think the animation style that they went with with it is pretty slick too, so the fights look good. Mm-hmm. All right, so you've seen King on the show as well, right? Absolutely, yep. All right, which one do you prefer? Ooh, um, hmm. I prefer Baki because I, again, like, I like what they did with the, the, the 3D type of animation in King Ganeshura. But mm-hmm. it's still like I still prefer like a more traditional animation type. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And and what would you rate Bucky season three? Uh, Bucky season three. Um, is it like a whole chicken? Like- yeah, whole chicken is the best. Whole chicken. Yeah, yeah, whole chicken. Okay, all right. Then I I definitely need to try and jump on this at some point. Um, I again, me and my brother share my Netflix account, so sometimes he's on it, and I'm just like, I need to watch something, and he's just like, no, <laughs> he's what I'm saying. So I will at some point watch it. Um, so when I was booking you in to record, so to speak, uh, you were mm-hmm. watching Preacher. I have yes. never watched Preacher. Um, Heroes of Noise, which is a podcast that I'm very good friends and affiliated. They originally started off with a podcast called The Word, which is like a, a preacher podcast. Um, yeah. Tell me about Preacher and why should I be watching it if I should be watching it? Okay. Um. Have you... You've seen The Boys, right? Yes, and I love The okay. Boys. They were written by the same comic artists. Like, um, so the guy who wrote The Boys wrote Preacher first. And then wrote the boys to out preacher preacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that kind of tells you what you're dealing with in level of story and violence and batshit insanity. Okay. So basically, in preacher Jesse Custer, this preacher has um, gets gets melded with this entity called Genesis, mm-hmm. which gives him the power of the word of God. Okay. So he speaks, and you. Liter- you do what he says literally. Okay. So if he says go fuck yourself, you would literally. <laughs> oh wow! It's insane. Um, but anyway, so you have like you know heaven looking for him, hell looking for him. They're all trying to get Genesis out of his body, kill it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, he had he is joined by his long term on again off again girlfriend Tulip. Mm-hmm who is like a badass kind of theme like in the in the show the tv show i feel i like that tulip better than the comic tulip Mm -hmm. in the comic tulip she's a little bit more vulnerable she like you know botches assassinations and shit but in the tv show she's badass like you can like you look at her doing something like oh yeah i believe that she can kick everybody's ass and make a bomb out of a lawnmower (laughs) (laughs) Uh, like that's just so kind. So you get her, and he gets a um another mate, uh who is a vampire, <laughs> um Cassidy. So and Cassidy is like he's a crazy Irish vampire who's like addicted to like literally all the drugs in the world, <laughs> and 
like will go and like fuck people up and fight everybody mm. with Tulip and Jesse while they're on their like kind of mission to like that find God basically trying to figure out where the hell God went. Okay. And like they're being hunted by this like unkillable like super powerful dead guy called the Saint of Killers who was blessed like with these guns that could literally kill anything. Mm. And he tracks Jesse whenever Jesse uses the word the saint like can figure out where he is and he just goes for him. And so and then you have like this super re- crazy religious group that's doing things that I would like literally spoil if I talked about okay. also <laughs> after them. Yeah. So you have this whole mishmash of crazy shit happening and you it, it's like ultra violence but it's also really funny mm. um because like they don't take themselves like too super super seriously and like the conversations and things like that between the characters are always pretty engaging so um the TV show Preacher is about as crazy as watching The Boys. Okay. How, how many seasons is there? Uh, there are four seasons, and that completes uh, all of the whole thing. So they canceled at season at um, season four. They weren't going to be renewed, so they actually wrapped up the story okay. uh, pretty closely to how the story wraps up in the comic. Okay. All right. That's cool, cool, cool. All right. So... Uh, I'm kind of happy that I've got you on this episode because you're a gamer. Uh, I've kind <laughs> of dropped off. I'm, I don't game as much as I used to. Um, but obviously, you know, I was very excited that we got the PS5 announcement. Uh, we got to see the console. Uh, we're just going to spend a couple of minutes talking about that and then we're going to, going to wrap. So, okay. um, I watched it live, so to speak. Um, they pushed, um, it back from July. Well, July. Well, June 6th to June 11th because of obviously all the crazy that's been going on in America and the rest of the world, uh, okay. which I thought that was a very smart and good move by Sony. Um, so, they, you know, they, they earned some brownie points doing that. Um, and it was also good to see because they weren't going to be at Excel anyway. They've, they've you know, drifted off Excel. Sorry, not Excel. Uh, E3. They weren't going to be at E3 anyway. They've kind of moved away from doing that and doing their own event. Um I'm going to say that I enjoyed the press conference. Um, I thought the, the games that they showed looked pretty good. Um, the, for, you know, on the, from what I've been told from other people is that I should go back and watch the trailers individually because when they did a stream, it wasn't done in, um, 4K. So it didn't really show how powerful the graphics were and how crisp the actual gameplay for the new system was going to be like. So I, you know, I probably won't go back and do that. Um, but what were your initial thoughts when you actually saw what a console was going to look like? Uh, when I saw what the console was going to look like, I was like, oh, that looks kind of like an Alienware computer. And then people were like, oh, that looks like a router. And then I was like, shit, that's not the greatest design. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it looks like, I think like, you know, they tried to make it look like very sleek and futuristic, but mm-hmm. I just, it, I don't like it in white. Yeah, I don't think that it's a good color for like the shape and everything else. I think like a black with a red or a black with blue, which are pictures that we were like teasing, mm. would look like 
those would look a lot better. I'm just hoping that like since they have it standing up like that and since it's kind of curved yeah. that they put the uh, vents in a better space. Yeah, so it looks like and then they did with the PS4. Yeah, it looks like the um the white panels are covering the vents so you can can't see them, but it looks mm-hmm. like it, it allows the airflow. Um I already knew from the when they released the controllers that we're probably going to be getting a white console um as they you know they tend to match. Um mm-hmm. my initial reaction was like ew. <laughs> I don't like this. I was I was yeah. just like, "Oh my gosh, this looks horrible." I was like, "Someone's getting fired." Um, but um, the head guy of Sony came out and was just like, um, you know, we wanted something that looked a bit futuristic. We wanted something that was like 2020, but also like facing forward, um, which I get. It does look futuristic. Um, I think it's one of those shapes and things that you just, you'll grow to learn to love it. Like, you'll grow to learn to like it. Um, the more, yeah, more, you'll just get used yeah, to it. The more, the more and more I see of it, I actually, I'm starting to like it. Um, someone's pointed out that like, the way it's done is like it's the shape of a V, which is like the uh, Roman numeral for five. So when I started saying, oh, okay, that makes sense. That's, you know, yeah. pretty, that, that's, that's pretty slick. They, someone actually put some thought into it other than designing this like weird little spaceship looking kind of thing in that would look very odd in most people's houses because most people aren't going to be, you know, have a house that's like futuristic or have a white color panel in their, in their living room or whatever. Um, but I again I, I liked it. I like some of the accessories that it looks like it's coming with. Um people are being very critical of it because it didn't look like it had a lot of um different ports to it. I think on the front it only showed like one USB port. Um Yeah. But I think in this modern age where a lot of things are going to like Bluetooth and wireless, I don't think it's gonna matter that much. Yeah, I think it, it's basically if Sony has fixed their compatibility issues, because sometimes, um, I know with the PS4, sometimes there are specific Bluetooth things that don't quite work, and so you would have to get another Bluetooth Bluetooth adapter and then put that on the PlayStation and then connect those two together to get whatever to read properly if they yeah. fix those issues then i think it's fine i also like the fact that they are kind of doing two types of this console yeah. one that's like all digital and one that actually has a disc slot yeah. so like if you're not gonna be playing you know if you're not gonna be buying physical discs i i, I think it was a really good idea especially with like COVID outbreak and stuff like that like yeah. all of my games now are digital like i think mm. i have like five hard copies of games and then the rest i just downloaded because i was stuck in the house yeah so i don't think it's a bad design choice there Mm -hmm. but i was wondering about like okay so if you buy that edition then does backwards compatibility still work you know like what of my data can get transferred over to this so i i i think if you get the 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 digital version uh without the disc and you've got everything like backed up in the cloud or whatever, or, or, or from the PS, the P, the, the PS store. I think you should be able to transfer it over. It's just that then if you've got anything that's disc related, you, you won't be able to do that. Yeah. Which will, will suck for some people because obviously some people, you know, are really anal and just like, I have to have a hard copy. I, I don't want my game just to be a software because whether something happens to my PlayStation or whether something happens to the internet or something happens to the cloud, like, I might potentially lose my game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
what did you think about them not releasing the price? I think they're trying to kind of test the waters, right? Because let's let's face it, like there's a lot of people out of work. There's a lot of people that are fucking broke. Mm. <laughs> and if they if they put out the wrong price, um, you know, kind of without seeing how things recover a little bit, it might like tank for at least a year or two automatically just on a price point. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of people who are going to be able to shell out like, you know, six, seven hundred dollars for a new console that has like six games and maybe backwards compatibility. Mm. See, you know, one, one of the things that like kind of leaked before the uh, press conference came out. So supposedly Amazon UK released a price listing for some of the consoles. Um, mm-hmm. The only one that I saw was for a two terabyte system. Um, I don't know whether that was for um, a, uh, a disc edition or a discless edition, but they had it priced at £599, which is roughly Ooh. $750, I think, if my conversion is right, which yeah. which is a lot. But if, if let's say to speak, that's like the high-end edition, which, you know, comes with like the controller, the, the um, headphones, etc. Um, that's actually a fair price. But if like, that's like, the lower number and there's like other editions that are more expensive then they're gonna they're gonna have a lot of issues with that because i think it was like was it the playstation 3 that they came out with like a ridiculous price and yeah. they just did not do well and they've, yeah. re- they've already kind of come out and said that they've learned their lessons from that but then from everything i'm seeing online it's looking like at the low at the at the very minimum it's gonna be 500 dollars yeah, and I mean that's kind of standard for new consoles mm. nowadays, like around four or five hundred dollars. Because I think like the PS4 and Xbox One were around that much when they first released. Yeah. See. Yeah. I don't. Know. I think they also kind of have to figure in logistics too, right? Because mm. you know a lot of places where people buy these from are either closed or you know like just starting to open up or you know there might be limited physical places from here or there they might have to ship more to home like i think it's a lot of shit in the background to kind of figure out there Mm. um you know because you you release the console during a pandemic it's not like people are going to be lining up somewhere to get the console (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah definitely definitely not well i say definitely not but a lot of places are like uh are starting to open back up again like over here most most people seem to be ignoring the like social distancing and stuff like that um a lot of our shops are going to be opening from 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 tomorrow actually a lot of our shops are going to be uh reopening tomorrow um but with like social distancing guidelines so by november definitely i think you know most people will be willing to go to the shops and stuff again um but like you said a lot of people have been like either laid off or followed or you know they don't have a job anymore um so you know, people aren't going to have that much disposable income. So it would be very stupid for them to, um, you know, price it quite high. Um, but yeah. $500, yeah, I think that, that sounds like a fair price, to be honest. Yeah, that's about standard. Mm. But the only but thing... But, like, like, in the seven to $800 mm. range, like, unless it's, like, a special edition, you know, like, super hard, like, super big hard drive and all of that shit, like, yeah. eh, that'll be rough that'll be real rough see but if the, this is this is the thing yeah so i've been hearing there's gonna, there's gonna be like other than the the discless models i've been hearing there's gonna be free free um hard drive options there's gonna be 500 500 gigabytes one terabyte and two terabytes 
And then mm-hmm. um, at some point later on, uh, you'll be able to use ex- like an external SSD drive to like expand your mm-hmm. hard drive. But if they t- if they came out of a £500 or $500 PlayStation 5 and it was only 500 gigabytes, I'll be quite annoyed because with the rate of how big games are nowadays and of how many how big the updates are, 500 gigabytes is probably what? Give you what? 10 games maximum? Yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> yeah, so like... I'm going to try my best to go for the two terabyte option whenever I decide to, to go and make my purchase. But again, if that's that two terabyte option is going to be 600, 700 pounds, that's not yeah. something I'm willing to fork out right now. Like maybe I'm later on. I'm like also interested in how easy it is to open, right? Because in the PS4, you just slide a panel open, you take out the hard drive, you can pop another one in because it's not like you know, two terabyte hard drives are like super, super expensive right now. Yeah. Like, I think I got one for like, mm, like 60, 70 bucks or something like that on sale somewhere. Mm. And I popped it in my PS4. So I'm like, if it's easy to modify, right, you can buy the lower end version with the 500 gigabyte hard drive, buy a two terabyte hard drive for cheaper, pop Mm. it in there and then turn your 500 gigabyte into an external. Yeah. I I don't I don't want anyone to quote me on this, but I think the the um let me start that again. I think it's like an external SS SSD drive. That's what they're gonna mm-hmm. be using. Okay. Um. Again, I don't know what that means. Uh. Do you want to? Do you know what that means? <laughs> <laughs> so they said it's an external SSD drive. So yeah. basically, like the hard drive sits outside of the box. No. That's not right. I think they are. I think like inside is probably like a solid state drive. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if they do, I think they're if they're doing external SSDs, then that's just an external solid state, which basically like it's no disk spinning. It's really quick. It's pretty much like flash memory, like a flash drive. Okay. Um. Yeah, so that's, that's... you know you should like cut down on loading times and stuff like that, but. Yeah, it says it, it's it's using an ultra high speed SSD, so it's just all solid states. Okay, so is is that what the one that's like basically USB or is that? Uh, they come in different forms. You have solid states that are shaped like traditional like IDE drives and stuff like that. Uh, you have solid states that are kind of like flash cards, mm-hmm. like just like flash memories. They kind of look like RAM. So it all depends on kind of what kind of um, what kind of like motherboard and stuff like that they have in there. Okay. But you can, but yeah, it comes in. It comes in like a bunch of different shapes and, and um, sizes. Like some of them are like as big as like a flash, like a, a memory stick, yeah. like a stick of RAM. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. So have you, have you looked into like the specs in, in terms of PlayStation 5 specs against Xbox series X specs? Uh, they are, you know, kind of like point to point with each other as far as like just, is playing hardware specs go yeah um they're they're really close okay so obviously like i said your your places where you're going to be getting the playstation um what i do like is again we're gonna have to figure out what when because obviously when they showed it off they showed um a camera they showed a headset they showed a remote uh Mm -hmm. i'll be curious to see like what option is with the camera because i feel like everyone's streaming Having a camera would make it very easy to stream if you've already got a camera that is already compatible with the console. Yeah. 
So yeah, uh, I, again, I might start jumping on streams if I can. Not, not don't have to buy any extra capture cards and all this extra other stuff that you need if you can just do it all through. Um, the Sony software. Yeah, already. and it's like they started that up again, like in PS4, where like you know, you can like uh, it automat it auto it also it uh, currently allows you to like connect to Twitch and Twitter and yeah. Facebook and shit like that. So yeah, I think that's definitely like geared towards streamers. The only issue that I can see happening with that is that some of the game companies um notoriously bondi namco mm. you know with the dbz games and stuff like that will block out um certain parts of the game from being shown or streamed or shared yeah so mm, that's mad. um yeah i think like for specific games um you know it still might have to be more of a traditional stream but it definitely seems like it's going that way mm. All right, so I have a, I have a question here. Yeah, mm-hmm. what is three D audio? Three D audio? Yeah, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. That, that was one, like that was like one of the bullet points that came across in the in the um came up when they were talking about like the controller and stuff. It was like uh, it had like built in microphone, which you've seen, uh, motion sensors, adaptive triggers, haptic feedback control, ray tracing. And then 3D audio popped up. I was like, what the hell is that? All right. I mean, I'm going <laughs> to. So apparently, mm-hmm. right? I'm looking at like a Wikipedia page for yeah. 3D audio. Mm-hmm. So basically, it like, I guess it's supposed to manipulate the sounds so that like, no matter what you're listening to, it like feels like surround sound. Okay. It's like, uh, it's a way to um, manipulate the audio frequency. Oh, that's meant. Okay, that, yeah. that was interesting. Okay. All right, so we've so, talked about the specs. Uh, we're gonna, I'm just going to route through some of the games and stuff. Uh, obviously, uh, people got really excited that they thought they were going to get announced for GTA 6, but instead they just got announced that the GTA 5 will be available on the PS5. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Disappointing. Yeah, they, I feel like they're just trolling at this point because I feel like... Uh, GTA 5 has just been around for so long now and all they just do is just like okay GTA 5 GTA 5 online okay you're just gonna get GTA 5 for the PS5 like are they going to announce a GTA 6 anytime soon I don't think anytime soon nah. I think a, a GTA 6 might sneak up on us though okay alright so this is one of the most confusing gaming newses at the moment so they tease a Spider-Man Miles Morales game now, mm-hmm. when I saw this, I thought it was going to be an expansion to the original game that was released in, I think, 2018. Mm-hmm. Then later on, we got, I think, other people like, no, this is a, a brand new game. Uh, yeah. But like, it's kind of like set in that same universe. And then it, it was going backwards and forth for like a, a, for a couple of days. Um, but Insomniac has come out and said that this is going to be a, a brand new standalone game. Um but it's going to be like um, Uncharted Legacy, where it's like, it's a separate game, but it's like using the mechanics and stuff of the old game. So it's like a, it won't be, a, yeah. it won't be as big as the Spider-Man game, but it will be its own game. Yeah. And I think that's good because like, I think that the controls and, you know, everything in the first, in that Spider-Man game, I, I loved it. Like, you know, web slinging felt great, fighting felt great. So, 
bringing like bringing those mechanics into a standalone game for Miles, like I think it would play real nice. Mm. I I think that well, it's a, it's a bit of a shame because I think this was coming out holiday this year, but I feel like if they had dropped this around the time they were going to be doing um in, into the Spider Verse two, like that would have mm-hmm. made it really pop off, like. Is it like this is this Spider Man game is basically gonna get the Wakanda effect in it and like everyone is gonna wanna play this game just to play as Miles Morales. Yeah. Is this one and, of- and I think like that if it does well and they wanna keep that ball rolling, then we'll probably get like because I, I think you know, when consoles first release is mostly like kind of a test phase for the first twenty or so games release. Like yeah. I always believe that. They try to work out the bugs, they're you know, programming these games for this new hardware and things like that. So I think by releasing this now and waiting later and then having it into the Spider-Verse 2 and then, like, kind of making an even bigger game mm. with Miles and, you know, Universe B, Peter Parker and stuff like that because I'm because Miles was kind of introduced in the last game as well. Yeah. Then, like, you can, like, really expand on it. So I think this one is kind of testing the waters. Mm. Was this one of the games that you were interested in? Yeah, okay. absolutely. <laughs> right, cool. cool. I want to go through a couple more. If, if we, if I mention one of the ones that you were actually genuinely interested in, let me know. Um, okay. So, with every single new console, there's always a a racing game. So, with Sony, it's G, it's a G, it's Gran Turismo, and yep. with Xbox, it's um, oh, what's it called? <laughs> Why have I forgotten? Gran Turismo. Uh, I think Project Car Racing. They usually do. Forza? Forza, that's it. So we're getting GTA, GTA. We're getting Gran Turismo 7. Um, so that will mm-hmm. just be, you know, used to show off the power of the next console, show how the graphics and everything handle. Um, we've got Ratchet and Clank. Um, it's a game that I've never played. Um, Me neither. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I know it has its following. Uh, we, we got shown a female Ratchet. Um, so, you know, for those that, you know, that's your kind of thing. I hope you're excited for that. Uh, we got Project Athea, which was a Square Enix game. Um, it looked interesting, uh, but I want to see more and I want to see like a better trailer. I want to see, you know, a bit more gameplay. Um, I like Square Enix games because obviously Square Enix does Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts, etc. So I might check this one yeah. out when it comes out. Um, we had Stray, which was a cat game. Um, based on a little digging around I did on the internet, it's, um, you play as like a crime solving cat, which you're solving mysteries. So, uh, yeah, if you're a cat lover, I guess that's one's going to be up for you. Um, now whenever they do these like press releases or whatever, they always have these strange games in it. And Returnal is one of them. It looks strange. It's got a weird name. Um, yeah. What are your, what are your thoughts on Returnal? Um, like I think it's, it's, um, it falls in line with like kind of the more visual games that they release every console. I like, I, I need to see more of it because for me, like a lot of those seem like kind of walking simulators to be like, Oh, this is so cool and weird, you know, <laughs> but I need something with kind of heavy gameplay. So I'm going to, I'm going to hold my judgment on that until I see more of it. Right. Cool. 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 Uh, is returning with his uh, big adventure. Um, I love Sackboy. <laughs> I love you know the Big Planet when series. Did, when did Sackboy come? Was it PS3? Uh, yeah, it was PS3. 
Yeah, because I, I remember playing that game. I was like, but when, when the trailer came, I was like, what is this nonsense? I'm not going to play this. And then when it came, I was like, actually, this is kind of fun. And I actually it's played it. It's quite fun. <laughs> <laughs> played it quite a bit. Um, Destruction All-Stars. Um, this game just looked crazy. Um, it reminded me of, uh, and I'm blanking again. What's that? Uh, is it Rocket Rocket League? Le- yeah, Rocket yeah, League. Yeah, it looked, it looked like the Sony's version of that, to be honest. Yeah, th- it kind of reminded me of like ro- uh, a mix of Rocket League and Twisted Metal. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So I haven't played like uh, a car derby game in a long time. Like it, it's not like on the top of my super interested list, but yeah. I'd probably pick it up at some point. Hmm. All right, then we had uh, Kena Bridge of Spirits. Um, I'm not even going to lie. I can't remember too much about that trailer. Was this the one that was like very japanese yeah, it it was. And it's one of those trailers that I couldn't really get super excited on because it was more of a cinematic trailer than showing like too much of what was going on in the game. Mm. But I feel like it'll be like a big kind of like RPG with it. Like, you know, I think it'll have like a really good story. All right, cool beans. All right, and then we got Goodbye Volcano High. Um, this one looked like a, a, a game version of Beastars. <laughs> yeah but less interesting <laughs> yeah. so again it's probably not something that i'm gonna get but i will maybe you know watch someone else play on youtube it looked like um not like a dating sim but it looked like one of, what do they call them games oh my god it looked like fucking like um like my little pony equestrian <laughs> girls type shit like <laughs> not into it yeah again it's it's, it's not I, i'm not the target audience for that game um yeah. now this game yeah odd odd world soulstorm yeah i have never been an odd world guy in it but i know i know people love abe's odyssey and mm-hmm. you know for those people like once they know like, oh, this this is gonna be big because i can't even remember the last time they had an abe's odyssey game out and uh that you know are you someone that played abe's odyssey no no i haven't nah. but i i do know a lot of people who play it mm. and i'm i'm excited for them i actually might pick this one up nice 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 all right so the next game is ghostwire tokyo um, uh that was the one i saw that game and i was like that is right up my alley i want it real bad it looks <laughs> like, so strange though what the hell was going on Basically, like, you're going around fighting, like, um, fighting, like, Japanese folklore monsters. Okay, interesting. Yeah. This one, I, I, so, I, I need to see a tra- um, uh, another trailer and maybe some more gameplay. Okay, but, yeah, like, I am really interested in that stuff, kind of like... You know, it's it's, like, paranormal stuff out in, like, you know mixed with like real world mm-hmm. cities and stuff and i always kind of love that mesh of things mm. all right cool 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 uh the next game was godfall um it looked very meh to me to be honest yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna lie I was like, okay, it's not like again i don't game as much and it takes it takes a very specific game to like draw my attention in it so I was just like, okay, cool. This seems all right, but it's it's not something that's down my alley. So I'll probably give it a miss. Uh, the next one was Solar Ash. Um, yeah. 
again, I can't remember which one that was. This one was what was Solar Ash? Oh, that was Solar Ash was the one uh, with it, again. It was like a very kind of unique look to it. Uh, very brightly colored, kind of weird shaped characters and stuff. Like it's it's another one of those where I, it looks like um like more of a visual game okay. than like a super action game. All right, that's cool, cool. All right, so this announcement was quite big because again, I wasn't expecting this, but they announced Hitman Three. Um, yeah. What what's like your history of Hitman? Uh, I've played a couple of the Hitmans. I've never finished a Hitman game because uh, I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I like I get bored really easily, and mm. then I stop stealthing and I just blow whole places up and fail missions. <laughs> yeah. and then I I move on to something else. But I enjoy the series. Like I enjoy watching other people play the series and stuff like that. So I I like Hitman a lot. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what they do. Hitman Three, Hitman, Hitman has always been a very interesting game where you can do so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only thing that I would say about what we saw from this one is that I would have liked to have seen like better graphics from this. Um, mm-hmm. it, it looked okay, but again, for the next console, I'd have expected him to look a little bit more realistic and a little bit more like cleaner. Um, so again. I didn't watch this on a 4K as some people have been saying that I need to watch it. So, um, I, you know, maybe I'll be proved wrong, wrong once I see it, um, in like, yeah, in a higher definition. Um, we got Astro's Playroom, which is basically so look like Sony's Mario. Um, even though they've mm-hmm. already, even though they've already got Sackboy. Um, again, I guess this is just, you know, something so that if you've got little kids that they can play and, you know, they don't mess up your save file in a, in a more serious game. Uh, the next one that I've got here is Little Devil Inside. Um, I cannot even remember what this one was about. Can you? <laughs> uh, nope. Nope. Right, next. NBA 2K21. Uh, as Obviously, all sports games will be on the next gen. Uh, we got to see a really good, like, high detail of what the graphics potentially look like in this next gen mm-hmm. game. Um, the next one was Bugs Knacks. Um, again, this one's again geared more at kids. Um, I don't know, man. It felt like, um, is it lemons? Yeah. Like it had a bit of like the lemons element to it. Um, again, cutesy little game for the kids. Um, I'm saying for the kids because that's just what it looked like, but it might actually turn out to be like a, a very interesting like puzzle adventure game. Uh, we mm-hmm. don't know right now. There's not much inf- information on that. Uh, Demon Souls. Uh, I know my guys over at Nerdport, uh, Nerds Falling Nerdport are going to be excited about that. Them guys yep. love Demon Souls. Um, I love Demon Souls too, and I never get far. Like, <laughs> it's bad because I've played like quite a few of the Souls games, and even if I like, you know, get like murked halfway through and just don't get good enough to finish them. I still always buy the next game. I so. have never played a Souls game. I got told those games are hard. They'll make you want to throw your PlayStation controller at the wall. Like I don't have money like that to replace it, replacing controllers. So um, I have not touched one of those games. Like I'm, I wouldn't say that I'd, I'd, I like easy games, but I don't like to frustrate myself that much. Like game is meant to be relaxing and enjoyable. 
Yeah, like this is for like I, I take it as like if I want to really, really challenge myself to mm. get like real good at something, which most of the time I can't be bothered with. Yeah. But there are some times where I'm just like, wait, no, no, I can do this fucking boss fight. Like I got <laughs> strategy down. Let me just test my skills. Mm. <laughs> it's really good for that. Like I don't get mad enough to destroy my own property because I can't do that. I paid money for it. Approval. <laughs> so. Yeah. If I get frustrated with it, I just turn it off and go play something else. Mm, no, that makes sense. All right, the next game is Deathloop. Um, I feel like this game had been announced before. Like I've seen a trailer for this one before, um, mm-hmm. but I, I I liked what we saw of it. Uh, I got a bit excited when he turned his dual pistols into like one single like sniper gun. I thought that was fucking cool. Yeah. Um, it looked like we've got a lot of black characters in it, which was a- again refreshing to see. Uh, I think, yep. especially with the current climate as well, it was just like okay, cool. Like it, it, it kind of made me give them a side. I was like, oh, did you guys originally have this game in there, or you know, are you a little bit pandering? But you know, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt and, ha- and say that this game was on the slate already for the press conference. I like the look of it. Um, the story mm-hmm. looks story looks a bit crazy, um, and you know. I will probably buy this game and check it out. What what what, what do you think? Yeah. I'm I'm in the same vein and like usually again like I'm not really really great at shooters but if I find one where the story is interesting enough I'll definitely pick it up and give it a play. Uh this looked fun. It gave me like, you know, um spy versus spy and like kind of um uh what's the game with Travis touchdown? Um uh uh, anyways, it, it gave me like really fun, like uh, just all-out death battle type of tea. So mm. I'm into it. Cool, cool. Was this one of the ones you're proper in- you're looking forward to? Yeah, it yeah. was this one in Ghostwire and um, and Hitman. Okay, sweet. Those were the top three. All right, so this game, yeah, even before it got revealed to be what it was, yeah, I was like, nope. I am not on it because I am a bitch when it comes to horror. I don't do horror games. I rarely do horror movies. So the moment it was starting to go down this horror, this horror anger, I was like, yeah, this game is definitely not for me. Um, as the trailer went through, we saw like some craziness going on and then we got the title village. I was like, yeah, that's, that's cool. But then like it started to flash and then we saw the, them reveal the eight. And then the Resident Evil AI, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, I was excited for like the Resident Evil fans. Like, I wasn't even excited for myself because, like I said, I don't do horror games. So, chances of me playing this game are very slim. But the fact that Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people love the Resident Evil franchise, um, I was excited for them. And it's crazy because, like, I love the Resident Evil films. I just have never played a Resident Evil game. Oh, you should definitely play the games. Like, they like remade. The first three and they're they're great. They're fantastic. Mm. Yeah, I've seen I've seen um, people play. Like uh, one of my our, our buddies, Seth. Um, he's like an amazing person at, comp- at video games. He like plays video games like on the hardest difficulty. So I've seen mm-hmm. him. I've se- I've like watched him play for it, and it does look like a really good game. It's just like I've just never been into Resident Evil, and you know it's just one of those things that stuck with me. But potentially, uh, when this one comes out, I might check it out. 
Yeah, I think they went in like a really interesting direction with the newer iterations of Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like where they're going with it because I think towards the end of the initial Resident Evil run, everything just got like way too actiony or mm-hmm. didn't really know what it wanted to be. But this seems like singularly focused on actually being a horror game where yeah. you really you go back to having to really manage your health and everything else mm. and um that it, it looks great it looks yeah. fantastic yeah no it does um I, i'm actually looking forward to maybe not playing it myself or maybe watching someone else play it um yeah. the next game is pragmata uh this one was slated to come out in 2022 um for the life of me i cannot actually remember which one this one's Nope. Nope. All right. Cool. Uh, the last game on the list was Horizon Zero Dawn Two, which was titled Forbidden Forest. Um, not Forbidden Forest. Forbidden West. Um, mm-hmm. I never played Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I just never got around to it. Uh, it wasn't really something that uh really excited me. But I know that like a lot of people like this game. Uh, what are you? Some of your thoughts on it? Uh, I also know a lot of people who like this game. I own this game, and it's in my, like, backlog list of things to do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, I mean, I did watch other people kind of play the game and stuff like that, so I kind of have an idea of what's going on in the story. And and I want to see where they go with the second one because I kind of like where they can expand the story and things like that. So I'm interested in seeing what they do with it. Mm. Um, it's not like on the top of my need to buy this now list, but yeah. I am, um, I'm interested in the story. Yeah. All right. So that's what it goes through and we've kind of gone through the press conference, but was there anything that you would have loved for them to have announced there and then? Oh, um, no, nothing that I can think of because like I always like new IPs or like really different and weird stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think like Deathloop and Ghostwire pretty much did it for me. Like I'm like, okay, yeah, I can, I can really jump into those. Um, with other things I feel like. Um, if I'm really waiting for them to, you know, announce something, it's like a sequel to another game and sometimes mm. they get over bloated. So I would rather just see a completely new IP. Yeah. See, the, the only thing for me that would probably gas me up is that if I saw them announce that Final Fantasy VII Remake Chapter 2 was going to be like launching, you know, early to, to 2021 on the PS5. Do you know what I mean? I think that would have got me really excited and probably would have maybe force my hand to get my playstation 5 from jump yeah i think they have to be careful with an announcement like that though because if they don't announce like you know uh, if people aren't gonna be able to get the ps5 for a while and they're like okay so my save game is on my ps4 and now i have to have a whole new console to play this game mm. they gotta release it on both of them yeah, yeah <laughs> no, that's, that's very true that's so very i'm true. okay with waiting for that <laughs> yeah no, that's true all right, yeah, so that's basically it. That's everything that we want. I wanted to get covered. Covered. Um, yeah, it's been it's been it's been fun. Uh, I I love talking anime. I love talking gaming. So it's been very interesting getting to chat to you about it. Um, uh, where can people find you? Um, where can people find me? I'm usually pretty incognito, actually. <laughs> 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 um, if you're in the PCL mon- uh army group um you can find me there um on the podcast you can find me in the pcl leftover army monsters Mm. podcast 
Um, and everywhere else I, I kind of like private all of my stuff. So I'm not like super available on yeah. social media. So Hi, <laughs> that means yeah. that you, you guys won't get the chapter and I can. So fuck uh. you guys. I'm joking. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've, you know, I haven't done this in a while. I'm going to like mention a couple of other podcasts that I listen to or like part of the community, etc. so forth. Like, we're not in like an official community but you know we're all like either friends from left of army or just from like different networking stuff and in saying that i've actually um with the whole madness that's been going on like someone on facebook created like a, a black owned economy facebook page facebook group and mm-hmm. um, i've got invited to that i've jumped in on that um and i literally was like screw it why don't i just plug my podcast i plugged my i you know did a post saying you know i'm a podcaster et 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 and um someone else commented on my post and they were like oh we're a podcast based in london as well so i was like okay cool now i'm gonna check you guys out and they're like oh you're gonna check you check you out as well um so i've started listening to the anime freshman um okay. i listened to like their first couple of trailers and i'm listening to current episode three right now um it's nice because a lot of podcasts are like not, not nothing against you americans but a lot of podcasts i listen to are american um, the only other one that I listen to that isn't American is um, The Source Wall. So it's kind of nice having another UK-based uh, podcast to listen to and literally all they talk about is anime. And right. um, it's nice because a lot of... I didn't really want to find another podcast that just talked anime because, like, I had so many other pop culture ones. So, you know, I've kind of opened my 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 pool list in a sense of podcasts so i've added them i've added them to it um and yeah they give me jokes they they talk anime um you know one of the guys keeps shitting on krillin which is upsets me a little bit because krillin's one of my favorite characters um <laughs> yeah I, I don't know why man i've loved krillin since like day one man he's always been my guy in it um so yeah they're funny uh i've just listened to them shit on fairy tale which was funny because uh, i watch fairy tale um, I think I dropped off Fairy Tale after the time skip and I haven't gone back to it. Um, one of the guys talked about Kagaguri, which is one of my like favorite animes on Netflix. Um, because yeah. it's, it's just a stupid gambling anime, but it's like, so it's Ridiculous. done, it's done so intense and like, it makes you feel anxious for the characters, even though like, you know, it's like, it's not real, but it still makes you feel tense. And you like, even though you know the main characters like never going to die or they're not going to lose you. They ramp, it feels they, like you're gambling when you yes, watch it. Yes, they ramp up the tension so much, and like, I, I'm not, I'm not a gambler. I've done a couple of like sports, sports betting, and like, I know how to play poker and stuff. But like, to see how many other like gambling games that there are in this world, and how other, and how like some of the strategy elements that they go into and talk about, it's just like, wow. This is some of it's like quite smart based as well. Um, so yeah, uh, again, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm enjoying this to them. So. If you're obviously keep listening to me, yeah, like listen to my podcast and keep listening to the Ghibli Files, which um I have an episode again. I'm saying this again. I've got an episode I've been sitting on for a couple of weeks that will be dropping out soon. So um yeah, go go check them out. Um, if, you know, if anime is your thing. Um, nobody asked you, Kevin. Uh, with Kevin Shanks, I always listen to that. Um, but he's got like a spin-off podcast where he just purely talks about his toxicology. Um, he put a Facebook post out the other day and was just saying like, ah. Oh, um i've only got like nine episodes out but like um he was just like oh i've got people listening from all over the world da, 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 da. and i was like you know what yeah mm-hmm. i used to enjoy when he was telling his like drug stories on the podcast um nobody asked kevin so i was like you know if he's only got nine episodes out let me go have a look at them so i've i literally caught up and i'm up to date with that so that podcast is 
Those makes the poison, so go check that out. You've got Nerdaholics, Vintage Geeks, you've got a Blurred Corner, uh, you've got nerd por- Nerds, formerly known as Nerd Porn, you've got Brute Force of Ignorance, you've got Nobody Arts You Kevin, you've got Heroes of Noise, The Sorcerer, Pop Culture Leftovers, Number One Comic Books, Scenic Movie Reviews, Startcast, Losing Lives, Who's That's Game Podcast, um, X's and O's podcast, and obviously you've got a Leftover Army podcast, which is its own separate feed. And on that feed, you can find the Leftover Monsters, you can find uh, Tales from the Yard with Scott Shooty. Um, I think for the most part, you guys have been the one that's like taken over that feed. It's like literally, I'm just looking at the feed now, it's like Leftover Monsters, Tales from the Yard. Oh yeah, what's your story? Those guys are cool with uh, Lennon yeah. and Mark. Uh, Hopnell's actually on one episode. I'm on an episode of uh, what's your story? When it's uh, Leftover Monsters, Attack of the Super Monsters, Leftover Monsters, Gamora, Gamera's Revenge of Iris, Leftover Monsters, Shin Godzilla, Leftover Monsters, Son of Godzilla. All I'm seeing is Leftover Monsters. Are you on every episode? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, um, starting from, I think, um, oh gosh, where, where did I jump in? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on every recent, well, almost every episode. Um, I know that recently there's like um, a Cloverfield episode that I'm not on because I literally can't watch the movie. It makes me motion sick. Oh, wow. And then there was another episode that I had missed because like I was sick and my al- and on top of that, my allergies were so bad that my throat was so sore that I literally couldn't talk. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. But um yeah, I'm on. I'm on just about all the episodes. Um, mm. I think from uh, fall of last year to now. Oh, crazy! Yeah, so if you're into kaiju's and monster movies, um, that is where you need to go get and listen to your experts talk about that and give reviews and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think that's everything I want to say. Uh, uh, next week, I should hopefully be having Seth on. I don't know what we're going to be talking about. Um, because cinemas are still closed. I am semi-getting withdrawal symptoms for not being able to go to the cinema. It is upsetting. Like, I've missed out on Mulan. I've missed, like, there's there's movies that I want to see that I can't see because cinemas are closed and I don't know when they're coming back. And it's just a little bit sad. <laughs> it is really sad. I, uh, I know they pushed uh, Candyman all the way back to, like, September or something. Oh, wow, seriously? I forgot Candyman mm-hmm. was meant to come out. I know they pushed back Tenant. Um, mm-hmm. as well I know um, I think Mulan still has like a July release date but that's more than likely going to get pushed back as cinemas are still not open um, and I think some films even got pushed back all the way to 2022 already um, yeah which is which sucks um, again because like cinema isn't happening I haven't been taking out any cinema news because I just feel like what's the point of talking about it if like I'm not even going to get to enjoy it like um, they just recently dropped a Bill and Ted trailer and I was just like, mm-hmm. mm, I will watch this when cinemas are reopened. I know I'm going to actually go to the movie. <laughs> I mean, I know with um, some of the movies, not all of them, what they're doing is they're just releasing them to stream. Yeah. Like on cinema websites and stuff like that. But I think it, it hits different. Yeah, no, it definitely hits different. And like, if you're someone that doesn't have one of those streaming services, like, you know, are you going to just subscribe to a streaming service just to watch one film? Or are you just going to let just let that film slide? Like, for me, I was, like, even though it's an absolute dumpster fire, I wanted to see the Artemis Fowl movie because I was a fan of that growing up as a child. Um, mm-hmm. But it's on Disney+. Plus. I'm not going to sign up to Disney+, Plus just to watch one movie. And, like, 
not use it as much so yeah, yeah. It's just the i mean see i like subscribe to almost everything because i like share with my family you yeah. know so i i have a disney plus subscription it actually came free with my cell phone i'll send you my login to oh, watch s- sweet wow. all right cool yeah i'll do that <laughs> Uh, Disney, you did not hear that. Uh, that was no, for no. our eyes, our ears only. Uh, but yeah, no, thank you for ha- for coming on. Like, I hope you had fun. I I enjoyed talking to you. So, uh, absolutely. I, I hope you were entertained. Uh, I hope our listeners are entertained. And um, yeah, we'll be back with you guys sooner rather than later. So that Tiara, could you just like to say bye to the people? Bye. Alright, guys, thanks for listening. Bye bye now. <laughs>